Hello, welcome, and thanks for checking in today to No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. I'm an Airbnb ambassador and 17-time super host, and I've hosted over 1,000 reservations. I'm a stay-at-home mom of two under two and manage my eight listings remotely. My mission is to help new and experienced vacation rental hosts turn their listings into fully booked, profitable properties that can be managed from anywhere, so you too can have no vacancies. If that sounds good to you, let's get right into the show. into today's episode, I have to tell you about Level Up Your Listing Women's Summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, February 27th, 28th, and March 1st. This is the biggest women's event ever in the hospitality and real estate industry, and we've secured the ultimate speaker lineup of some of the most inspiring women in the industry, from thanks to visiting Sarah and Annette, to the short-term shops Avery Carl, to Julie George, also known as the Million Dollar Host, and so many more. Not to mention our special guest, April Brown of Netflix. Motel Makeover and co-founder of the famous June Motel. Our sessions range from how to save tens of thousands every year on taxes, how to build a hosting business that you could one day sell for millions, how to work with insurance companies to get midterm rentals secured for 100% occupancy, and that's just the beginning. Gather with 350 women just like you who are passionate about hospitality design and guest experience. This event is also for women who support hosts. So if you're a designer, stager, photographer, realtor, social media manager, muralist, or anything else you need to be here. Head to levelupyourlistingsummit.com and use code NATALIE10 for 10% off your ticket. Tickets are going quicker than ever, and this event is sure to sell out, so secure your seat today. If you are ready to be the best host you can be with the best hosting business you can have, you have earned a spot here. We cannot wait to meet you. And welcome back to another episode of No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. And today I have on a rising star. If you follow her on TikTok, on Instagram, D takes over cleaning, um, Diana Cruz. And she is a professional Airbnb short-term rental cleaner. And when I saw her Instagram, I just knew I had to have her on because first of all, we have never had a cleaner on the podcast yet, but also I think her content is just so interesting. Like, Truly, you guys know my thoughts on this. Cleaners are the lifeblood of this entire industry, and we could not host any properties without them. And I think it's just going to be really interesting to hear from the perspective of a cleaner, what expectations she has for owners and vice versa, um, what you can expect from your cleaner. And um, I also want to get some like juicy cleaning tips from her, how to remove like bad stains, maybe some horror stories of what's the worst mess she's ever had to clean. So Dee, welcome so much to the show. Do you want to start with a little introduction about yourself, how you got started doing this? And I'd also love to hear how the uh, like content creation part came out of this. Yes. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Dee, like she mentioned, uh, where Dee takes over cleaning. And basically we started, me and my husband, around four and a half years ago. Um, we were at a regular corporate jobs and we were just honestly underpaid, stressed out. We barely saw each other and we knew we wanted to figure something out, but we weren't sure what exactly. Um, so we thought about a cleaning company. We live in a very touristic area with a lot of rentals. Um, so 
around four years ago, we were doing both our full-time and after our full-time with Queen, with a property management company to kind of get that experience. And then we lasted doing that for three months. After three months, we said, okay, no, we have to make this transition and just go for it. So that's how it all kind of came out. How did it work with cleaning after your full-time job? Because aren't most of your short-term rental cleanings like between the checkout time and check-in time? So were you able to come and do that after hours? So we spoke with a property manager for those specific rentals and we said, um, okay, we can only accommodate regular cleanings, no same days. Um, We explained to her that we were thinking of becoming full-time cleaners. She was okay with that. Um, So the other backup cleaners took care of same days for that meantime. So that was a really good, like, foot in the door to getting all that experience, basically. Okay. And then I really have to hear about how, what made you decide you wanted to not be under a professional property management company with a bunch of cleaners? Why did you want to go independent? So even though I'm super grateful because we got the experience that we needed, um, unfortunately, with property management, sometimes they don't, like, you don't get to set your own prices, basically. So they'll give you a, you know, a job and they'll say, okay, well, here, $80. And you know that it's worth more than $80. But since we were just starting out, you know, we just wanted to get that experience. But for sure, it's very different when you just work on your own. Like once we started doing it on our own communications with the owners and everything, it was a completely different game ball. So I am really, I didn't even know we were going to talk about this, but I'm actually really happy you brought this up because I am a very big believer. Um, I don't like, I always tell hosts not to go with like big professional cleaning companies. Um, I've just noticed the quality is not there Mm -hmm. and it's, and I always say this, I don't, I'm not trying to like, you know, talk down on cleaners who work for those companies. I just think that the incentive structure is not set up to like help you succeed. You don't get to know the owners on a personal level. Like you don't really see the reviews coming in. You don't really care how it does. You're just picking up what a fraction is that, you know, the guests are actually paying and it's like, it's demoralizing. And so I've just noticed that when people, the moment hosts switch to finding like an independent cleaner who takes pride in their home and they have a relationship, they are so much happier with the service. Yeah. Yeah. Vice versa, both the cleaners and the owners, like see the difference big time. Yeah, for sure. How does it work though? If it's just you alone Um, do you have like anybody underneath you? If you're ever sick and you can't show up for something, what would you do in Mm -hmm. those cases? So it's actually me and my husband, the ones that do the cleaning. When we first started, we also got my mother-in-law because she actually did cleaning for a while, but just residential. So she was doing that for a while with us. Now we have a couple of family members that have also converted into cleaning companies, which is really funny. Oh and um, like, honestly, like if I can't, I'm sick, you know, like I'll tell them, hey, can you cover for me? And they don't mind. Yeah. Um, and then also it, it all depends on the owner, because let's say I can't depend on them completely just because they have their own cleaning to get to. I always tell them I'm always available for most of the holidays. Uh, the type of vacations that I get like two or three times a year, but it's always recommended that you have a backup cleaner just in case. And they usually like that because things happen, you know, and I don't want to depend on like my family members or whatnot. So for now, we usually kind of do backup cleaners. Okay. Do you recommend backup cleaners? Like, do you have other local cleaners that you're like, this girl's awesome. Like I go with her or are you just like, you're on your own for that? 
No, we have. We have like for there's one two properties that we use this one lady and it's I think it's her and her daughter. And like anything, I'll just let the owner know, like, hey, you can use uh, you know, Eva for the backup cleaner. She texts her or I'll text her and then she's usually fine with it. So okay. but I don't always try to abuse the backup cleaners, but if in the event that I had to, sure. You know, it's, at least I know it's there. Well, you brought up a really good point, and that is the work schedule with short-term rental cleaners is all holidays. Like, mm-hmm. how how do you balance that, and do you ever feel like you're getting burnt out? Like, I'm sure that you're working every single Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July, Memorial Day, every three-day weekend. How does that work for you and your and your lifestyle? In the beginning, we took everything. We're like, you know, we'll, we didn't really know the structure of it. But now what we do, and the owners will always ask us, they're very considerate, like when it comes to those holidays, like, hey, do you mind working on this day? And that's when I feel like communication with the owner is like everything. Because per se, if it was a property management company, they couldn't care less, yes. honestly. Um, so we usually tell them now, four years after we're like sure we can clean but you know our prices will be a little higher for that specific date um most of the time we try to work around it and they'll just like either be the day before or the day after but in the beginning we were just bringing it out on holidays like for example let's say christmas that's a big one and thanksgiving they'll work with us but all the other ones honestly it just becomes like normal to us when you get used to it yeah so. Yeah. And then I'm guessing mostly you get your probably your days off are like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Like that's usually when there's like the least amount of yeah. cleaning. I'm sure like every Friday and every Sunday, right? Everybody checks in on Fridays yeah. and checks out on Sundays. Like you're going to be booked it's on those forever. First, yeah. So you, that's something that I always tell anybody that that's interested in becoming a cleaner. Like it's a great pay. It's a good job. But mentally prepare yourself to work on the weekends because if you're just used to that nine to five Monday through Friday, you're gonna, you're not going to be happy about it basically. Yeah. How do you like getting your schedule as a cleaner? Do you like being added on as a co-host to the short-term rental listing to the Airbnb listing and you can see all the bookings there? Do you like when your owners text you or maybe do you use any apps like Breezeway or Turnover B&B to do your scheduling? So I, when I first started, I used Turnover. Until this day, I still use Turnover. Okay. I think now it's called. Yeah, they rebranded. Um, it's Turno now. Yeah. So that honestly has been the best way. And I always recommend that to anybody to get my Airbnb um, owners. Um, just because it's local owners in the area looking actively for cleaners. Um, it's like a bid system. You have to work with the bid system to kind of get through. But I feel like it's worth it at the end. Um, so I've been working with them. I actually was able to become an ambassador for them. So yeah, it's been pretty neat. I actually think that that's how I found you. Cause I follow Turno <laughs> and I think that you guys had like a collabed post and you popped up yeah. and I was just like, oh my gosh, we have to hear more from cleaners and not just hosts. Um, yeah. I- Okay, so you really like turnover for the scheduling, and then it just basically will update your schedule right there. What do you do when, like, somebody requests a late checkout or an early check-in? Do you accommodate those? Do you charge extra for those? It depends on how my schedule's looking like that day. Like, for example, if I already had another same-day cleaning, it's, I feel like it's some, sometimes it's the, the quality, you know, because I want to make sure that I can accommodate but I will be honest, I've seen sometimes that I'm trying to get, a, a, um, what did you call it, an early check-in yeah. faster. And 
I'll feel more rushed. And I feel like the quality is kind of not there. So I try to accommodate as best as I can. Um, it all depends on how fast they want it. I usually don't charge extra for it because I do charge a flat rate per cleaning. Okay. So like, for example, this one owner, she'll let me know. She'll usually text me. And what I like about it is that she asks me, hey, is this okay with you? I don't want to mess up your schedule. So I feel like, again, communication and understanding is like everything, basically. So you touched on another question I had, and that is, how do you prefer to be paid flat rate or hourly? I have my thoughts on this, how I like to pay my cleaners, but I want to know from an actual cleaner perspective what you like. So I know it's a very controversial topic. (laughs) I Every business decides to like, um, but I, for my business, the way that I know each month how much revenue I'm getting for sure that makes it easier for me when it comes to like accounting and all that stuff end of the month. So I always do a flat rate per project. That's what I do. Okay. Um, I know that prefer per hour and that's completely fine. Whatever works for them. But for at least us, we've always done per um, a flat rate per project. I, I pay my cleaners on a flat rate too. And I honestly, I think it's kind of unfair when I, in my opinion, it really like hurts your cleaner to want to pay them hourly because to me, the expectation would be that the more and the longer your cleaner has been cleaning for you, hopefully the faster and better they get with your home. And maybe mm-hmm. when they started, it took them three hours and now they can bring in someone with them and get it done in, in an hour, honestly. Um, and I hate that you're like, the better they get and the more efficient they get at cleaning your place, you would be docking their pay. So I've just never liked when people want to pay it hourly. So I'm glad to hear from your perspective that you also <laughs> like the flat rate. On that note, I do have a question. Um, I have had a previous cleaner that we worked with. She ended up retiring, but any time that the guest left a bigger mess than usual, she would always want to charge extra. And I, of course, like I know how important cleaners are. And so I wanted to respect that. But from my perspective, I was like, well, how many times do you walk in and people only used one of the bedrooms? They were only there one night and they didn't even use the kitchen. And to me, Mm -hmm. the flat rate at the end of the day, I view it that it balances out. And there's a lot of times where there's way less cleaning than normal. What's your what's your take on that? Do you charge for extra messes? Um, Where do you kind of like draw that line of when you do request more money? So when we first started, we got a lot of trashed homes. And when I mean trashed homes, it it literally took us just to pick up trash was probably an hour extra oh just picking things up. Was and this was this when you were at the management company or when you started your own business? This was on our own already. Okay. Yeah. And the owner was great and everything, but he didn't have a lot of ground set rules for the Airbnb, like no consequences, you know? So that every time we had to go to that cleaning, it was honestly a headache. We were always having to take pictures. Look, they broke this. There was literally like a whole pig, a a pig's head, a pig roast inside of the. No. (laughs) And some of those videos on TikTok. And I'm always scared to post that type of content because the, (laughs) The reviews are so mixed, but mostly it's like, well, that's why I charge. Why that's why I pay a cleaning fee for. I completely understand, but when it's completely trashed, yeah. so I want to say that in that year, probably around like four to five times, I had to reach out to him. I knew sometimes he wasn't very happy to hear that, but it was just a waste of our time. You know, we needed to. There was a lot of times that we actually did it for free, and we didn't even bother to like text him or anything. But then we started noticing that we were just losing money. Yeah. You know. So 
now, unfortunately, those bad experiences, we decided to kind of let go of that home just because we were like losing money, losing time. With properties that we have now, I want to say like probably two times within a year that I had to add an additional $100. Yeah. Um, but it, I definitely agree with you to the fact that, because I know, unfortunately, sometimes people take advantage of that. Oh, this is like, I can't, it's excessively too dirty, you know, and they just try to get that money. Like you need to see the two sides of it as well. So I totally understand like what you're saying. They could take advantage of that as well. Yeah. Um, but thank God now the ones that we've had, they have their rules, you know, like not extreme. Like I don't, I don't expect you to vacuum or anything, but like things in the floor and stuff like that, it's just uncalled for it. Um, but yeah, it happens. There's been some that completely trashed. And usually that happens when it's like a one night stay or a two night stay, mm. usually. Interesting. Cause honestly, in my experience, I have noticed it's almost, it's like the longer stays end up leaving mm-hmm. more. Like they've been cooking for a week. They've been there and they use the whole kitchen and my market, I'm in a ski town where I host and a lot of our one night stays, they check in at like 10 p.m. and they check out at 5 a.m. just to go hit the slopes really early. And like they don't even touch the kitchen. They don't even take a shower. And it's like those are some of the easiest cleans ever. So I think it depends on your market. Like a one night stay in Vegas is probably terrible, you know, but like in a ski resort town, we're usually okay. Um, What what market are you in? We're in the beaches. So we're by um, the um, Naples area, Naples, Marco Island. Bonita Springs, the Southwest Florida. Okay. So, you know, all, most of the houses that we take care of, they're like beach houses. Okay. And usually the have like that last minute, you know, stay. Oh, we just got a last minute booking. Hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you require having like an advance notice? Like you want two or three days ahead of time to know the schedule? Or do you let hosts open up for last minute bookings? I know that most of them have the instant booking on, but usually it's rare, you know? Usually at least we have three to four days in advance to know our schedule. So, yeah. What about in cases where somebody, maybe you thought you had a cleaning tomorrow and then I have this happen all the time. Guests will reach out and say, hey, can we add on another day? And I have to tell my cleaner, hey, never mind, no cleaning tomorrow, but the day after. Yeah, that's happened. Um, Like I said, again, it all depends on how my schedule is looking like. I usually always try to accommodate it, for example, as long as if they want to do that and the next day it's not a same-day turnover, I'm usually okay with it. Gotcha. Because I mess up my schedule completely. Like, sometimes I will try, you know, but if it depends on also how far they are and whatnot. But usually I'm okay with it as long as it's not a same-day turnover the next day. So if it's not a same-day turnover, do you still try to have the home done by, like, by check-in time in case they get a last-minute booking? Or are you like, hey, I'm busy, your check-in time's 4, I'll come in at 4.30, I don't care? <laughs> no, I definitely, so for example, if that were to happen, what I try to do, we try to wake up really early the following day to get it done, just in the case, like, since I know instant booking is on, um, I'll go ahead and like wake up early, be at the house at eight because I know there's nobody there anymore. Mm. Yeah. So you would rather do it earlier in the morning than come in. Okay. Even if people, mm-hmm. what if people were, what if you had it where somebody checked out at like 11 and it's not booked that night, but it could become booked. Do you guys, do you put like a 24 hour hold between bookings? Yeah. I'm pretty sure my host does that because that's oh. usually never happened. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that's 
Yeah. Okay. Damn. I do not. My cleaners, it's like check out at 11, check in at three and they, they have to hustle. Yeah. Damn. Um, how, how many homes can you fit in one period, like between a check out and a check-in window? So the most I've done is three same day turnovers. Okay. But it, on the size of the homes like the homes that I'm doing when I first started I was mostly doing condos and whatnot and those are easy like super in and out you know to do um the only thing with those was the amount of sand in the condo like you really (laughs) had to oh my god yeah but the ones that we're doing now we're talking about like four rooms uh three bathrooms sometimes an additional bath like four and four so for those um I, I try to do two same day turnovers a day okay I they're bigger homes. They require more attention, you know, lanai, garage area, a lot of things that you, it's not just in the inside of the house. If we have to clean the grill and yeah. whatnot. How do you determine your pricing? I know you said you like doing the flat rate over the hourly, but between like a three bedroom home with a garage versus like a four bedroom with a pool and a whole backyard and a grill, how do you come up with your pricing? Some people do square footage completely. But I kind of like look at the home and I also see, do they have bunk beds? You know, those, yeah. those take longer to do. I hate not bunk my beds. <laughs> and getting on, they- getting on the top bunk to do the bunk bed is like a new level of torture that I just, it's it the worst. Biting, but when I see those, it's like, oh God. <laughs> um, but other than that, I kind of always try to go 200 and up on those type of homes. Under than that, it's just not much profit for me um, as a company. I always, you know, I take into consideration the square footage, but like what exactly do I have to do in the home? Also, does the, is the owner okay with me taking laundry home or to the laundromat or things like that? Um, there's some owners that want you to do absolutely everything in there. And that's not going to work if you have another same day turnover. There's owners that don't provide you with extra linens, extra things. So I feel like, you know, everything entails within the owner and what they have available for you to make your life easier. My price kind of goes within that. Obviously, if they offer me more than one property, I try to work with a price that makes sense because, you know, I'm I'm appreciative that they're giving me work, basically. So like there's this one owner that we started with just one house and now we have three of the homes and now he's going to buy a fourth in the same area. So yeah, owners like that, I, you know, she's amazing. She actually like tips us like end of the year. It's not required. And I tell her, please do not. And it's like those little things that you can tell that as a owner, she is valuing you as a cleaner, basically. So I, oh my God, I'm so happy you shared that because this is the stuff, like I just, I cannot stand these owners who want to cut corners on every single thing and you burn bridges with your cleaners, you end up getting bad cleaning reviews. To me, I feel like a huge reason why that woman is now able to scale up to four properties is because of how she's treating you. And there's now that like loyalty and you're just helping her so much with the business that she's able to scale up and not worry about that cleaning piece. So I'm so glad you shared that. That's really cool. That's like, you should be so proud. Like for some... I mean, so many owners, I feel like, get into Airbnb because they think it's a get-quick-rich game, and then they learn very quickly how much more work goes into it. The fact that she's willing to go up to four properties, I think, shows, like, how valuable you are that she... That's amazing. No, do not turn down those tips, okay? You've earned them. Wow. (laughs) Do not turn down those tips. You have totally earned them. (laughs) 
crazy. And they're the best part of everything is that they're all within the same neighborhood. It's mm-hmm. a neighborhood by the beach. So it's like, and she tells us, hey, we have another one coming. And another thing that I feel like also makes her properties so much different than the other ones that we've serviced because, you know, we, we get to see the different type of owners and the different type of maintenance in the homes. Her husband is always doing, and he has a work, I think he's a pilot or something like that. He's always maintaining that property. Like if I, if I see anything that's broken, he's always on top. Hey, are the light bulbs working? Always on top of the property. The property always looks top notch. Like I've literally seen other listings that are charging way more than what she's charging. And the value of it is not there. And then, then they wonder why they get bad at review. It's not just cleaning wise. It's because you need to be on top of the property. And I feel like that is amazing. Like cleaning and a good handyman, it's like hand in hand, literally. I would love to know your perspective on the handyman portion and repairs. Um, In this case, I know with this one owner, her husband is very involved, but I'm sure you have properties where it's kind of, it's, it's like your job to report if anything is broken. If you come in and you see damages and stuff, how do, how do you like to handle that? Do you take pictures of things and send it right away? Um, and I don't know, where do you like draw that line in your job description? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's considered too far outside of cleaning? Um, you know, how do you work with all that? So that's a good one because unfortunately some owners confuse cleaning with repairing things at the same time without no additional compensation. I'm not saying that I'm going to charge you extra for any little thing that I see broken. If I know there's light bulbs in the closet, I'm going to go ahead and change it. That's not a big deal. You know, I'm there and most of the time the owners are not even in the same state. Yeah. So anything I can do to help, I'm down for it. And I feel like each company, each cleaning company can, it's up to them, but I feel like that's part of your customer service. If you want to do those little extra things, and be with them for the long run. However, there's some other owners, like there was this one property management company that I worked for for a long time. And they just wanted me to text the handyman everything. And it's like, okay, well, I thought I would tell you and you would handle the communication part and like everything, no. So some owners, unfortunately, just want you to do things either for free or you get in contact with a handyman and send them all the pictures and whatnot. So I feel like, or some of them just literally tell you, oh, try to fix it as best as you can. Like I had one of one of them do that to me. And I was like, okay, well, I tried, but I'm not a plumber, you know. So I had so much Drano that I can put and it's still not working. So Yeah. Yeah. So in cases mm-hmm. like that, like if the owner doesn't take it seriously and send in a plumber, like what do you do? You're just like, Well, I tried. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It becomes frustrating because yeah. for example, that there was the sink and then I would come back the next time for the cleaning and every time I would clean the sink, I'm cleaning double because it doesn't want to drain. Yeah. So I'm being like, I'm frustrated. You know, I tell him about the window, um, so many things, like the appliances being really bad. Then you see, because I always like, this is like a thing for me. I always go on the properties that I clean and I look at the reviews. I don't know if anybody does that, but I like to do this. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. It's like toxic. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. I'm just checking. And I always like to see the cleaning like thing, you know, yeah. how how is it? Um, And because I, I know that sometimes like we're all human, you know, I'm not a perfect cleaner. I'm not going to sit here and say I've never had a mistake. I can miss a hair. I can miss something, you know? So I want to see kind of like what I can work on. Because I know that not all the time the host will tell me, especially if they're like minimal things. 
but yeah, I, that's my toxic trait. I like doing it. That is not <laughs> toxic. Are you kidding? I swear every, every single one of my listeners who's a host is listening right now and they're like, I'm going to get a property in Naples so I can hire you. Like, I I get nervous sometimes if I get like a bad review on cleaning. On, honestly, we don't really get like bad reviews, but there will be those things like uh, we just had um, someone checked in and said that the cleaners like forgot to take the trash out of one of the bathrooms and there was yeah. like tissues in there, you know, and it's like, oh, my <laughs> God, like, you know, that's like so embarrassing. But I'm like, I know our cleaners are good. Like they take every trash can out every single cleaning they did everything else but people just they notice the one thing that you forget like you said they notice the one hair but there are times like that where I just won't tell my cleaners because I'm like there's nothing that can be done now I know it was a mistake um but that's amazing that you like go out of your way to find those I'd be kind of scared that's like when you I don't know that's like reading like hate comments about yourself or something you're brave I don't know if I could do that (laughs) automatically tell when something's wrong I'm like I don't know I just don't know why it wasn't like complete five or whatever so it was so funny yeah oh my god that's so cute though um how many how many homes do you currently clean for total right now we have five five Five. homes okay yeah um and we were in the past but we just kind of had to like let go we were thinking of upscaling like um in the terms of hiring but that's also when that hurricane came through, um, Ian. So that kind of like changed everything for us because a lot of the, some of the homes that we used to have in total, I think it was almost 10, got really flooded. Mm. And it's taken a while for the other hosts to like repair insurance and whatnot. And a lot of our beaches are still closed. So a lot of people were still scared to come and whatnot. So now it's getting back to normal. But like when we had our plans, we were definitely planning on hiring more people to help us, well, more people in general to help us just to upscale it a bit. But now it's just been these five and it's honestly it's worked great. So Yeah, that's great. And they're bigger homes, so you're making more for each one rather than like the condos and stuff you had before. Um, I would, I would love to know, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but can we talk about laundry? What is your preference as a cleaner? How many backup sets do you like the owners to have? And do you prefer to do laundry on site or do you like taking it home or to a laundromat after? So if it's a regular clean and we don't have anything scheduled for after, um, especially depending on season, whether it's season or not, I don't mind doing it at the property. I take my time. I do everything there. I always let each cleaner know, like I, I tell them, try to ask your owner for an owner's closet. Like, let's say you don't even have like, a, you don't need a pin one, just a little lock, anything, you know? Yeah. That Nobody will get into it because people will get into it. They're not only linens, duvet covers, if you have any of those, pillowcases, sheets. I, I want to say about three is like the perfect number. Okay. Because I have to like play with them like three. Um, in there as well, Costco runs that way. I don't have to be messaging the customer all the time. Like, Hey, we're out of toilet paper, paper, towel, whatever amenities they choose, because there's some owners that will have, oh my God, so many amenities, you know, but there's just some that have the basic. And I feel like that's fine too. You know, it all depends. So, but that is crucial. Like I don't have to be for another owner. I would always have to, after each clean, go to Walmart and get everything for them. They literally did not take care of anything. And I was just starting, so I didn't... Honestly, I don't even think I would... No, I wouldn't charge extra for that. It was so bad. 
Oh my and, god. <laughs> oh god. The things that I, you know, you learn as you, do. you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, but people charge extra for this. Yeah. And my husband, yeah, I'm pretty sure, but you want to be nice. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So it was every was every clean. I probably did that for a good almost two years. And then there was a moment that I'm like, I'm just wasting time going to Walmart. So I would just door dash it to, to the property. But you and then would, I would pay send- those door dash fees? No, I would send it to him. Good and girl. I think he kind of got it, you know, and he kind of started sort of changing it up. But yeah, we don't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though that's honestly that's part of growing as a cleaner I, I, growing in any business is learning which customers you want to drop I feel like yeah okay here's another controversial one what is your take on do you bring your own cleaning supplies or do you like the owner to provide them I like my own cleaning supplies um I feel like I've learned so much about products I always tell people invest in good cleaning products um when I first started I would definitely buy all my stuff from the Dollar Tree just because I was like, whatever, it works. This Windex works great. Now I could never use that type of glass cleaner. So yeah, little things like that. Like I would spend so much time probably with cooktops. I used to hate cooktops when I first started. They were burnt. And when I think about the way I would clean them now, it was so bad. <laughs> but now little kits, little razor blades, and I, it's super like before and afters are beautiful. Also for the soap scum in the showers. Oh my God, that. Yeah, so I feel like definitely my own supplies, and I try to invest in good supplies as well. What about, like, your vacuum? Do you have one that you love to bring, or do you like the owners to have one on site? It depends if they have um, hardwood floor or carpet. Most of the Airbnbs that I have, um, they have their own vacuums on site. I don't mind using those, especially if it's carpet, because you don't want to be bringing, like, a regular vacuum and then a carpet one. So, honestly, they all really have good vacuums on site, which is awesome. So, I don't really have to worry too much about that. Now, mops, I do bring my own O-Cedar mop all the time. That's the one that I love. So, cool. O-Cedar spin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think the last thing I want to get into you, maybe something else will pop into my head, but I just want to run through, like, your best, like, cleaning secrets like what are your favorite cleaning products um let's let's go through like glass what's your favorite like non-streaky glass product spray away for sure me too I love that one the foaming one with the blue cap the best okay spray away what about for um how about like an oven cleaner the oven cleaner that one's tricky so you can use the um it depends on how burnt it is basically um, oh my God, now I forgot. Easy off, but the blue one. Okay, the blue one is not that harsh. I know they're all harsh, but like it says no fumes or whatnot. Okay. Now I'm trying to, I've been using natural cleaning products for over six months now. So I'm also like using those, especially because I'm pregnant. So I don't want to like be inhaling all those nasty yeah. things. So definitely I have like this healthier home kitchen degreaser and that works literally on everything and it's plant-based. So that works great too. What's that one called? Healthier homes, uh, cleaning products, healthier homes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like for, Hmm, like dish soap or dishwasher detergent? That one, honestly, whichever Anything. the owner wants to buy, I'm okay with that one. Okay. I will Something that you always need to have is definitely a fabric uh, stain remover because you cannot go clean the Airbnb without that because you just never know what surprises you're going to have. 
Um, I use one that's called Odoban. It's fabric stain remover. Um, I did a video uh, on these. It's just like pillows. The pillows will get like some custom, um, some clients stay for longer terms, yeah. like a month, three weeks. And the pillows will have sweat stains on them. They're like yellow. So I spray that on and that takes care of that. If I have for blood, you should always kind of have like hydrogen hydrogen peroxide yeah hydrogen peroxide yeah peroxide there we go yeah (laughs) that is a must on my cleaning caddy and then us like I said any other type of like stain remover and always always a good disinfectant for fabric Odoban that's my to go Odoban okay that is awesome what about laundry detergent do you have a favorite there I don't really like Tide Pods, I will say. Sometimes they get stuck yeah. to the sheet, stain them, and then you are working double. So anything powder that smells good, I like. But the actual pods on the sheets, I don't know why. Sometimes it will it will ruin them. So you just have to like be careful on that, especially if it's like, you know, a same day turn and you're um doing sheets or anything like that. You um, prefer powder detergent over a liquid detergent? Liquid is fine too, but powder is my favorite. Which one do yeah. you like? It's like I said, it depends on whatever is on site. I don't really carry that with me, so but they usually buy the ones from Costco. That's all I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you like having a fabric softener? Because I know sometimes it can streak or like leave those like splotchy, they almost look like grease stains sometimes. I don't know. No fabric I will softener. Be the laundry person here is my husband. Okay. (laughs) So he takes care of all the laundry. Um, he's the one that does all the laundry and all the properties. I just get them together and he's a, he's a laundry guy. And so far we haven't had complaints for that. So we're pretty good on that. Okay. So he's the to go on that one. So no fabric softener. Do you like a dryer sheet? We use dryer sheets. Yeah. I feel like those are, they're always there and we leave some extra for the, for the, um, guests as well. We always like leave a little set for them. That way, you know, hey, how am I supposed to do my laundry? (laughs) How do you get off shower soap scum and like hard water deposits? So I actually use that um, cleaning product that I told you about, Healthier Homes. Okay. So they have a line of things that you can use from them. And there's one that, if I'm not mistaken, is called literally like hard water stain remover. It's like, and that thing, I just spray it on all of the glass, leave it there for five minutes. I get my little brush, I, you know, scrub it all around. I put the water, squeegee it, it's all done. And what I like about it is that it also treats the glass so it stays like that for a longer time. Oh, yeah, because I've heard some cleaners will put like Rain-X, like windshield spray on the glass. So you don't have to do that. This is like an all-in-one. Nice. Okay. Yeah. What is your take? Maybe I should ask your husband, but... Are you guys fans of white sheets and white linens, or do you like colored sheets better? We like white sheets better. Okay. Um, I know it's kind of crazy because they do get stained and they're white and whatnot, but we can just bleach them all the time, and we're good to go. Um, and I don't know, but for some reason, white linens just look cleaner, fresher, and I don't know. It just makes it more look more inviting. We've had some. We had some in Airbnb that had gray sheets. And for some reason, I don't know, they just got worn out really fast. Maybe it was the quality. That's another thing. I feel like definitely, you know, the some qualities are much, much more better than others. That's when it comes to like investing in your properties, basically on your sheets and whatnot. 
um, you on your duvets. I've seen some duvets that they're first of all, duvets are really tricky to work with. But not only that, there are some like the quality is just not the same. I don't know. It doesn't look nice. Basically, even you can set them up as nice as you can, and they just won't look. I don't know the quality Super for sure. Crisp, yeah. Um, when it comes to sheets and towels. Since you see so many different brands, I'm sure, across all the homes you've cleaned, is there like a brand of sheet or towel that you've seen like this holds up really well to multiple washes? It always looks fresh. Like, do you have a favorite? Yeah, I've seen. So customers do not like the $1.98 one from Walmart, the cheap one. You're kidding. They don't? (laughs) I would have never known. (laughs) They don't. (laughs) All right. Like, what is- Breaking news. Da, da, da. Yeah. Do not buy your one dollar towels at Walmart. OK, guests don't love it. <laughs> I've seen the um, hotel collection a lot. Where's that um, from? I think they just get it off Amazon, if hotel I'm not mistaken. Collection on Amazon and they do yeah. sheets and towels. Um, I think they do both. Yeah, they do everything. OK, now some of them do bed sure. Um, that's for duvets. OK, I've seen that. Duvets and sheets as well. That one's not that bad. Now, the other one, there was another one that I've seen. I'm trying to think. Well, I know that we have um, sheets and then we do have the little makeup towels that have been our. Okay. It says make. So, what I do, because we've had horror stories with those sheets, all of our sheets being completely ruined, doesn't matter how many times. I don't know if people dye their hair and <laughs> use I, I don't know. Self tanner, so, I'm sure. Probably is that. That that makes more sense. Yeah. So I fold the white one, a decorative towel, and then in top of it, I put the little makeup one. So they know, you know, that to use that one for makeup. I also leave, that's another thing. The amount of times that people try to say, like, there's not enough towels. I We always try to leave enough towels under each sink. Not only towels. But you will get, com- well, we get complaints if there's not hand towels and washcloths at the same time. People like that. And I don't blame them, you know, especially if they're paying for like a nice place and whatnot. They want to make sure they have everything. So that and then so under each sink. And then we also leave some in the actual laundry room extra for them as well. Like perfect number over 20 towels. I just like to leave over 20 and that's not including the beach towels that we leave as well. And that's just the main set that's left out. You still like having an entire backup set in the supply closet. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. For makeup towels, are you using like the black ones with the embroidery on them that say makeup? Do you find when you're washing them, since you're washing like black towels, does it mess up how like crisp and white the white linens look? So the only thing that will happen to them if I were to mix them, because we, in a perfect world, you want to wash them separately from the whites. But sometimes that you just don't have that time. Right. You know, it all. Just, but if in the case that you had to do that, what I always have on hand is a lint roller. With the lint roller, because what will happen is that the little um, blue makeup towels will have like little, you know, white stulps all over from the other towels. You lint that. you know for a good two minutes and it's going to look crisp and new so what is your stance on pets do you charge extra do you want your owners to charge extra for pet fees do you like getting paid extra how much longer does it take you to clean up after a pet yeah it takes long it depends on so 
one of the owners that we worked with, she was taking pets. She even had like little pet, you know, like uh, a little bed and everything for pets. And it's as great as it is, it's more work for the cleaner, you know, especially for a same day. You just don't know where you're going to find pet hair. So they would always let us know and they would do, they would charge us extra for that. And or then charge the guests extra and pay you extra. Okay. And then sometimes you're going to get those cases where I would be literally waiting for them to check out and I see them take out a pet and I'm like, but they would try to hide them. Like, really? I see it. Okay. And there were like two little dogs and she was trying to hide them. And I'm like, really? And then when I went in there, it smelled, you know, it was pretty strong. Not only that and the pet hair and all of this, it's like, really? So that's why I always, always, always carry like, um, not just a fabric spray, but that Odobound that I was telling you about is specifically also for pets and it's safe around pets as well. So every time there's like cigarette smells, if they're not supposed to smoke inside, but if they were, I always spray that all around the home and that usually takes care of it. So. Wow. Even cigarette smoke that helps with. Okay. That is, we Um, all got to go get that product. And the everything. But you spray that everywhere because it's good on fabric, rugs, um, curtains, everything. So, so spray that everywhere and then just like crack the windows while you're cleaning. Mm-hmm. And by the time you leave, it's good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I had another question pop in my head. Okay. Appliances. Um, I know you were saying that sometimes like people's dishwashers or like washing machines just aren't keeping up with the demand. Is there like mm-hmm. a brand of dishwasher or like washing machine what appliances do you love to see in in homes i love to see i love it when owners both have the option of a regular coffee pot and like a curing yeah because i put myself in their shoes and when i see there's no curing around i get on instantly sad (laughs) i don't i don't mind um but i know a lot of people do you know they care about that like coffee pots and stuff like that um, a good toaster for sure. Good I can't toaster. remember the brand, but a really nice one, not like a cheap looking one. Um, a one that's going to give you an option for like bagels and everything, you know, like I feel like investing in appliances is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, dishwasher, I wouldn't really say too much. There was, I don't know. I don't even, okay. There's a refrigerator, Samsung. It's beautiful. But for some reason, Samsung has a lot of issues with their fridges. Yes. Yeah. So maybe stay clear of that. (laughs) For dishwashers, do you require, like, will you only take a home that has a dishwasher or do you not mind having to hand wash dishes if you needed to? We've never had one that hasn't had one. Okay. But be way, no, I would require it for sure. And thinking about it now, because no, you would spend so much time hand washing things. And I know for a fact that the guests are not going to want to do that. Yeah. Um, We had one time that the dishwasher actually broke. Um, and we actually had to go to the property. That's when you see what I mean about repairing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Because they, they didn't have a handyman or whatnot. And they're like, oh, well, can you just see what you can do? Because they're saying that it's not working. And I let her know, well, I'm not sure we didn't use it. You know, last time everything was already put away. And, um, yeah. And it's those type of things that we'll go and check if it's needed, but we don't know much about that, you know? So that lady was really upset because she had to hand wash everything. And, you know, it's one of those instances. What about washer and dryers? Do you have a preference between like a front load washer, a top load? Um, Do you, 
Do you care mm-hmm. really? As long as it's working, do you do you care? So I do care on some things. For example, I know sometimes these really old washer and dryers, they are gonna make it or break it for the cleaner. There's some that take forever. The ones that have like the speed wash cycle or like the the newer the newer ones, you know, LGs or whatnot. They're just so much faster. Mm. And I feel like with these old washer and dryers that people just get off the marketplace or whatever. Oh my God. Like we just, it's, it's, it'll be done drying and it's still moist, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like investing in a good washer and dryer um, is essential. It's just not only it. for like people that are staying, but for the cleaners as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one other question. Okay. And then this might be my last question. Honestly, maybe not. Maybe I'll think of something else. You're fine. <laughs> Toilets. What is your stance on when you're done cleaning? Do you leave the toilet seat up or down? Because I've heard some cleaners be like, I leave it up as a sign that I cleaned it. But then I know cleaners uh-huh. are like always leave it down. Like it's a bad impression to have an open toilet seat. Yeah, I don't like the open toilet seat I thing. Either. I don't like it. No, okay. I don't no. either. <laughs> I know there's some cleaners that also they buy this. Um, I've been thinking about buying it because I just like the feeling of how it looks. You can get these little like seals yes. that's cleaned or something like that. Yes, like a little paper I- like strap you just put around the yes. seat. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so professional. I see it in an Airbnb in Orlando. And, you know, as a cleaner, I'm always like looking at everything. Yeah. My husband, I love this. And I, I found it on Amazon. I'm like, this looks so professional. You know, like you feel like, oh my God, somebody really sanitized and cleaned this toilet. So yeah, I I would put it and then, but I don't know if those, for those stickers, you need to have it up or down. I can't remember. I don't, I don't think, but I like it down anyways, the top. Do you fold your towels into swans or do anything like that? <laughs> no, I I don't do the swans yet. I'm not that sophisticated. <laughs> Um, just fold them regular, like, like that. I'm shit talking, so I don't know how to explain it. I know, like, it's br- audio. The um, decorative. Do you do, like, the, the fanfare fold kind of? The- okay. Exactly. But I don't know how to do all that sophisticated stuff. I yeah. learned a lot with the little um, toilet papers. I do, like, not the roses, but it's just another kind of, like, sim- my thing is simple but cute. That's yeah. my thing. So I don't want to be spending so much time doing those things, but I know the guests will appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's just the little like seal of approval that was like, I paid attention to this. It doesn't have to be a full on origami swamp, but just something that's like someone spent a moment taking care of this. I think that that's what people care about. Cleaners that do these beautiful roses and I I tried, but I'm not that advanced yet. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um well d i think that i've that you've covered all my questions i guess okay the very last one what is your craziest story that you've ever had to clean we gotta hear a horror story so we had a bachelorette party yeah that one was pretty crazy we just walked into it and there were all sorts of things everywhere that we had to take down <laughs> and thank god we checked the wait oven. like what what things like penis <laughs> stuff or something yeah Penises okay. Okay. in the oven, the little, like, thank God I Penises in the oven? Huh? Penises in the oven, too? Okay, so, like, I guess they did, like, penis cupcakes or something like that. <laughs> what was going on? But it was everywhere, like, in the floor confetti and every room. And, yeah, that took a long time to clean. It was 
I'm pretty sure they had a great time, but you know, like oh my god, and that one. And I want to say one of the pig bros. Like we just open the fridge and we see a pig's head in there. We're like, seriously, it was horrible. Like my husband, I'm like, are you sure you're okay with cleaning this? He's like, yep. And he was took care of it, and it was it was really nasty. Oh there my were gosh. six bags in the Lanai area, six other trash bags inside, and yeah. That's that horrible. was that was a pig's the most, head. Oh my god, that was bad. Yeah, so, and I sent the picture, you know, and everything, and I posted that video too. I didn't post the actual pig head because I didn't want it to be taken down for like animal or whatever. Yeah, but um, everybody was like, "Oh, well, that's what you're there for." So that you know, people are literally the worst. I feel like you cannot post anything. The comments. If if you said that, like, you're not going to clean it, people would be like, what the heck? That's what the cleaning fee is for. But then they complain that if you say you have to charge a cleaning fee, they complain about that. You just cannot make people happy. But um, yeah. keep powering through because I seriously love your content so much. I just I really host you guys need to go follow her. Um, she's blowing up on TikTok and I found you on Instagram. But I just I think so many hosts are like. I, I don't know. We just get into it just thinking about like the the property aspect and completely miss that you guys are literally the most important part. This business would not function without a good relationship with our cleaners. So thank you so much for taking the time to answer all the questions and stuff. Um, do you have like I would love to know if you have like an Amazon storefront or something with like links to all your favorite products. Can I direct people there? Yes, I okay. do have an Amazon front and I just rolled out my Airbnb clean checklist as well yes so okay that's LinkedIn as well so you can find all of those goodies there I will link all of that below you guys go shop through D's Amazon affiliate links show her some support go grab her cleaning checklist and give her a follow and um, if you are in the Naples area give her a call maybe she'll take you on (laughs) Um, thank you so much D this was wonderful and um, yeah I appreciate it good luck out there hope you don't get any more um, penis confetti or pig heads (laughs) thank you And for this week's Am I the Airbnb Hole, we have what may be one of the strangest screenshots from a guest inquiry I've ever seen. So here we go. This was posted into a Facebook group. Let me just read it. This host posted, we just had our second incident of naked people on our security cameras this weekend and had to share this message from one of the guests this morning. Worst part was explaining this Jerry Springer level crazy to my wife of why I am texting a video of a naked husband to his wife. All right, are you intrigued yet? Let's see the screenshot from the guest. So this guest said, So I have a strange request and an apology. My husband let our dog out early this morning, 6 a.m. ish, in his birthday suit, which is fitting because it's his birthday. I wanted to give you a heads up that you can slash will probably see that on the ring doorbell footage if you take a look. Apologies to you if you come across that and I don't think he realized before he did it. I really hope that does not offend or upset you. Now the strange request. If you've got the sense of humor for it, we would love to have that footage if you are able to share it with us. You know, for posterity's sake and future roasting of him. I think he had to chase our dog around for a few minutes and we are thinking it would look pretty funny. If you're not up for that, totally understand, but please accept our apology for the surprise if you come across it. You guys, I love this message. I 
I'm obsessed with this wife. I feel like if this was my situation, I would ask the host for the exact same footage of my husband. I feel like I would totally roast the shit out of him and think that that's hilarious. Um, but of course, there had to be the sensitive people in the in the comments because somebody was like, don't even think about sending it. Later, they're going to sue you for distributing pornography. You guys, come on. Let's have a sense of humor. That's hilarious, okay? Um, and I, I honestly, I think the guest handled it perfectly. They accidentally, he ran out, not even thinking about it, thought he had the place to himself, didn't even think about the fact that there's a ring camera. And then they remembered and wanted to notify the host so that they're not looking at it later and feeling like they were exposed to or anything like things happen the guests had the assumption of privacy and then they had the sense to remember it might be on camera i love these guests i feel like i would be friends with them i think that that's hilarious um i hope that the host sent it i think it's super funny and to the people who are butthurt in the comments you guys come on laugh about it there was a comment that was like what happens later when this couple gets divorced and the wife is going to send out that footage against her husband's will you would be liable for redistributing it when did we get so sensitive about things this is freaking hilarious and i honestly feel like this is a healthy married dynamic any couple in a healthy marriage this should be how they how they roast each other and and laugh about things. Your husband accidentally runs out naked to chase the dog. That's hilarious to get the footage. I love this. Um, the only Airbnb holes here are the sensitive people in the comments and, of course, the actual, you know, the actual asshole that was present on camera. Um, besides that, I, I love this. I think it's hilarious. And with that, it is now checkout time. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here next week. Lastly, as Airbnb hosts, we all can appreciate a good five-star review. So you already know a great review on this podcast would mean so much to me. Please subscribe, review, share, and connect with me in the show notes below. Bye.